Cheerio! As human beings, don't we enjoy enjoyment? This is Five Golden Things, The Liberty Lists, a podcast of whimsy from Liberty Church Collingswood and libertycollingswood.org. We'll hear from friends as we explore everything from potent potables to morsel delectables, awkward laughables to moment teachables. You'll get lots of different categories, but remember that for each one, there can be only five. Plus a mulligan or two. Five, four, three, two, one. Lift off. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Five Golden Things, The Liberty Lists. Another special episode coming right at you. I am with my friend, Courtney Landrum. Courtney, how are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. And the topic is going to be a really fun one today. We are going to talk about, hear from Courtney, the top five weirdest things about the Garden State, New Jersey. So, Courtney, I'm excited to hear what you have to say about these things. Now, why, why is it you that would tell us about the five, these five weird things? Have, have you lived in New Jersey forever, for example? I have not. I am ah. a recent transplant. Um, my husband, Ben, and I and our two cats, Boo and Luna, who escaped this morning, but are home safe. That was a, that was a crazy story. <laughs> this is wild. Um, we moved here last February, so right. just over a year ago from Portland, Oregon, where I'm originally from, born and raised there, never really lived anywhere else other than I spent a year in France in college. Okay. Yeah. So, so Courtney, I'm excited to have this conversation because as somebody who's still relatively new to the area, seeing New Jersey with, with, with fresh eyes, I tend to think that everything about New Jersey is completely normal and, and everywhere else is weird. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear some of your, some of your thoughts, but it, it is going to be a lot of fun. And I'm just kidding. New Jersey is a very strange place. So, but we love it. We love it. We do. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny. <laughs> oh man, that was a great pause. We are leaving. We are leaving that one in. So, are, can can we count down from five from five to one? Yes, that sounds great. Okay, and as it is with most of these, when I have been giving these interviews for Five Golden Things, I I don't know ahead of time what what people are going to say. So, I truly, with a category like this have no idea. This will be fun. Number five. Actually, I told Ben that I would start with a joke first. Okay. That's okay. Feel free. All right. You have the floor. So what did Della wear? Oh, is is that the whole joke? Yep. Or? I mean, there's an answer to it. Okay. But... <laughs> I thought it was like one of those, like the punchline was already there. No. Uh, Delaware, Delaware. A new jersey. Oh, wow. Chadooch. Huh, where'd, where'd, you, uh, where'd you find that one? Ben. <laughs> okay. It's like, you have to do it. So there you go, Ben. Right. So, so just, just to say, too, Ben is it, your, your husband, Ben, is, is a New Jersey native. And yes, technically. He was born in, ra- well, born in South Philadelphia, born and raised. Right, right, right. And so, then moved to South Jersey in fourth grade. Gotcha. Yeah, so 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 it's a it's a meeting of the two coasts yes. with within this marriage. And to answer all you folks at home, he is why I came to the Garden State. <laughs> yes, everybody has a reason. So Courtney, <laughs> so let's mine. let's jump in. 
Weird thing number five. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> weird thing number five. I This one's predictable, I guess. I do not understand the word John oh. at all. And uh-huh. Ben claims that he didn't grow up with this word. So that oh, interesting. just verifies my confusion with this, with this mysterious word that somehow means everything <laughs> and nothing. Yeah, that, that's really great. So for, for listeners outside of the tri-state area... John, does it come from South Jersey or does it come from Philly? I'm I'm actually not sure. That that would be worth a deep dive. So it's J-A-W-N. And what I tell people is that it's used like Smurf. Uh, You're probably too young, Courtney, to have grown up with like Smurfs on Saturday morning. Okay. Well, you had like the CGI movies, Smurfs. Okay. So, but well, whether, whatever the incarnation of Smurf, it's like an all Smurf is an all-purpose word. It's a noun. It's a verb. So hmm. John is also kind of like this catch-all, <laughs> catch-all word that, and we use it at Liberty Collingswood. We our, do. our our info card is actually called the the info John. That, that was one of my first intros to the word out here. I'm like, even the church says it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but the important thing is we're not a cult, even though we have this weird lingo that, that, that we not. use from from time to time. So where where else have you encountered John's besides uh, besides church? I mean, I see it on like merchandise, you know, yep. throughout little gift shops. Occasionette here in Collingswood mm-hmm. has John paraphernalia. Um, Sometimes it's on people's lawn signs. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. Just they sneak that word into their lawn. Um, what's it called? Creed. Their lawn creeds. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's really funny. Okay. It just seems to be everywhere. Huh. Yes, it's it's everywhere and nowhere. It's a word that means everything and and, and nothing and nothing. So turtle loves right in if you know more about. John, I, I guess we could always use Mr. Googly, but that's less fun. Yeah, uh, keep, keeping it keeping it oral tradition. So just to confirm, John is not in use on the West Coast. It is not. No. Okay, and 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 then your husband says that it may be. Uh, oh, how about this joke? Uh, Johnny come lately. J a w n n y. So like, if you didn't grow up with it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it it just came out of nowhere. I don't know. Huh. Okay. If now, you if you know turtle doves, can I say turtle doves? You can okay. Absolutely. If you know turtle doves. <laughs> please tell us. Yes, five golden things pod at gmail gmail.com. So yes, it is a really strange quirk of language. I like it. That's number five. Number five. We are moving here, Courtney. Let's do it. <laughs> um, number four. I do not understand how the most densely populated <laughs> state does not have a major city. That's true. It's so strange. Huh. I mean, here in South Jersey, we're right outside Philly, and mm-hmm. obviously North Jersey's right outside New York, so yep. you don't have far to go, but why is there no populous city to go visit? Every other East Coast state has one. Right. Huh. I've never thought of that, Courtney, but you're absolutely right. What is the biggest town, like, city in Jersey? Is it, like, Trenton or... Newark? Newark? Hobo. No, not Hoboken. I don't know what else okay. is up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jersey <That's>, City. <laughs> right, right. Huh. Yeah. No, no, like major metropolitan areas. So, so, so densely populated. That that's really funny. So when, when I guest preach different places, especially say for example when I'm at like Liberty Church in Philly or in Pennsylvania, I've I've worked on over the years like my stage patter with with like. 
sending up New Jersey when, 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 when I'm in these different places. Kind of along the same lines, I'll say, yes, I'm from New Jersey, and we're the only state in the union that is so, so incredibly distinctive in its identity that we're members of two different tri-state areas. <laughs> so, so like North Jersey tri-state area, what, Connecticut, New York, yeah. Jersey, and then down here, it's Delaware, Jersey, and, and, and Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm actually really glad you clarified that because I was wondering that very question last night. Like, yeah. is the tri-state area, De- you know, Delaware or is it New York? And then I thought, you know, it probably depends on which half of this very divided state you're on. It is very true. And I I do tell people, so like another standard joke is like, why is New Jersey the garden state sort of thing? But to me, South Jersey has the garden state part of of the garden state. Up, yeah. up north, it's all of those. Urban jungle. Urban jungle <laughs> and refineries and Jersey turnpike. Metal. Yeah, <laughs> but, but we, have it, we have it good down here. The, the other joke that I'll use related to tri-state areas is, yes, I'm from New Jersey, and we're very proud of the fact that we consistently rate as one of the top three states in the tri-state area. (laughs) 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 It gets them them every time. But yeah, we don't have a, we don't have a city. Yeah, it's just, I'm having an identity crisis right now. (laughs) I came here, I'm like, where where do I go in Jersey? What, what, What do I see? Yeah. And I'm just... Wandering. Well, I do think that in South Jersey versus Philly, like there's a lot of people that live in Philly that shop at Cherry Hill. Mm, so, so I would guess that for people that live in Philly, at least, when they think of South Jersey, they'll think, oh, do you live in Cherry Hill? I think Cherry Hill has about 60,000 mm. people in it, but that's still pretty tiny. And, yeah. and there's there's no like downtown metro. Yeah. <laughs> Cherry Hill area. For any of my Oregon friends that are listening, Cherry Hill would maybe be like a tigerd. You know, you go there to go shopping, but not much else. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> okay, least. hot takes. I like it. The uh the, the, that is true. So like Cherry Hill is like big box store. Some yeah. some place like Collingswood is a uh, is, is is Main Street, Quaint. USA, right. Yeah, so. mom and pop shops versus like the major, well, not major, the large highway with all of the car dealerships. That's yep. Cherry Hill. Yep. Yeah, that's that's totally true. We love you, Cherry Hill. You're especially great. Uh, since half our church lives <laughs> in Cherry Hill. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That That is very funny. So I'm glad we have Cherry Hill as our major metropolitan yep. area. Not I bad. like that, Courtney. That's good and perplexing. I'll I'll, I'll keep <laughs> I'll keep mulling that over. I like it. Number three. Number three. Um, I don't really know how to say this one. It's kind of clunky, but here we go. Um, it was weird to me how nice everyone is here. Oh. <laughs> I just I found people to be so hospitable uh-huh. and welcoming. And I was surprised by that, to be honest. Wait, are, are you being facetious? Like, no, I'm oh, being no, you're serious. being serious. Yeah, huh. um, because, you know. I, so, I would have totally gone with it if you were, like, actually just actually, kidding. Actually, everyone These, sucks these jerks, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, coming from a West Coast perspective, mm-hmm. the stereotypes would be that the West Coast is very easygoing, laid right. back, everyone's yeah. your best friend, mm-hmm. and the East Coast is a lot grittier (laughs) um yes grittier and 
kind of like too too busy for you you know I have somewhere to be right. keep walking don't talk to me kind of vibe like don't make eye contact yeah I will say that not as many people will smile back at you on the street as in Oregon but hmm. I have found it to be so much easier to make friends out here huh and I know from Ben's experience of moving to Oregon and living there for five yeah. years it was really hard to make friends and that's because in Oregon you will meet someone new and say, oh, we should get coffee sometime. And then you'll say that back and forth until you both die. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So out here, everyone's everyone's really dependable. They mean what they say. Uh It's not passive aggressive, which is nice. That can also swing the other way, of course. And, you know, maybe people will say things that they wouldn't say on the West Coast. We're we're just aggressive aggressive here. Yeah, (laughs) just normal aggressive. aggressive. Um, So, yeah, I... I, I, that, that one's not really like, oh, this is weird about Jersey. Just that I was surprised by how lovely everyone is here. Wow. Look at us. Look at us at New Jersey. So with like going, going back to like Portland area, is it because if there's less, if it's harder to make connections out there, is it because like everybody's from there and it's like there's established social, social circles or Um, is it the, or is it the opposite when people move in and move out a lot and it's just hard to form I think it's more the opposite. People are very transient on the okay. West Coast. Um, I remember going to University of Oregon. Half that school is from California, and right. then they all go back to California. Yep. Um, in Portland, I'm what is known as a unicorn huh. because not only was I born and raised in Portland, so were my parents and grandparents. That so that's is very unusual. rare. Yeah. Huh. So that's the Portland unicorn. Um, so I think people just come and go a lot. Uh, Portland's the young, the place where young people go to retire. Right. And so everyone's just really artsy and je ne sais quoi, laissez-faire, and I guess strong family ties or not. Huh, okay. (laughs) There's probably going to be a lot of people that disagree with me here, but I've found (laughs) Well, they can write in. Yeah, please, please write in. Tell me that I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I I have a spam folder. Don't worry. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, good. So... A couple things come come to mind. One, I've actually used that same joke about Collingswood when <laughs> when when we have all of all these people from Philly that like live in South Philly or Fishtown or something moving in. I'll I'll say this is where hipsters go to retire mm, and yeah. or and or and this joke made more sense a few years ago when when they were worn more. But I would say. Collingswood is where you live when your skinny jeans get a little too tight (laughs) and and you need to to let it out a a little bit more. But for me, coming from most recently western Texas, west Texas moving back up here, the the way that I put it is that people are definitely friendlier down there, at least in my experience, but less honest. So, Mm. so, So for me as a pastor... And both both situations were were church plants to to varying degrees. When I would invite somebody in Lubbock, Texas, hey, why don't you come check out my church at some point? You know, we meet, meet here, this location, this time. And so many times people would, would tell me like, yeah, I think I'll do that. That sounds great. <laughs> tell me that location again. What's your website? And uh, most of the time, they just never come. Yeah, but but but, but they told me they would. I, soon after we moved back up here, 
And this is before there was a Liberty Collingswood. There was just a couple people in my living room. I was inviting everybody that I knew to hey, everything. Come right. to my living room. Hey, you're, you're a person. <laughs> We're looking for those sorts <laughs> at our church Come right sit now. On couch. Right. And not creepy at all. <laughs> and, and so, but like over and over again, People would tell me, hey, do you want to come check out Liberty Collingswood at some point? And they'd say, no. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay. It's like, Thank no, God. I don't do church. <laughs> and, and, but, but at least I knew where, yeah. like, I knew where they stood. And it's like, okay, so, so I'll, like, put you down for, like, friend of the church, if not necessarily somebody who's, gonna, who's, who's going to attend. Last thing from, from me on this, Courtney, I have heard to balance out a little bit. And I guess this is like everybody's everybody's experiences are are different. For some people that move into South Jersey because there are if if you're a unicorn on in the Portland area for being multi-generational, I've I've heard from people that sometimes the multi-generational na- nature of South Jersey is such that it is hard to make friends because mm-hmm. the like the guys my age mid mid 40s but but still in great shape obviously the uh like they're they're having beers watching eagles game with the same like five Mm -hmm. buddies that they've been getting together with since their early 20s like 25 years of like those you know the same football watching crew right and and you know tons of cousins and hey do you want to get together sometime it's like oh i would but like my my cousin's getting my, my nephew's getting confirmed or my cousin's getting married and like social calendar just fills with all these family connections so is, have you experienced some of that or or is it more that oh p- people are open they they have bandwidth for making connections yeah i think people have been really open part of that could have been covid you know people yeah. have more room in their lives now for friends right. um just because we're all like oh, people yeah. um, i need that Right. Um, I, rem- I, I remember people. I yeah. remember relationships. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to hang out with them. <laughs> um, I do think that I have it easy, though, because I have Tina and Harry, my in-laws, right. who have been here a long time and are very welcoming and who I have since learned, you know, talked about me to everyone at Liberty Church Collingswood for, <laughs> for a good year before I got here. So <laughs> by the time Ben and I finally moved here, we kind of felt like celebrities like, right. for a little bit. <laughs> like, that's Courtney and Ben. Wow. So, you know, maybe my answer is completely biased and no. it's only because I'm a church celebrity that people want to be my friend. That's right. And, <laughs> and it's also true beyond church connections Somebody like Carrie and Tina, they just know a ton of people too, yeah. and they're they they're good people that 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 get around. So interesting. Turtle loves. Let us know what has been your experience if you're a Jersey transplant in terms of making connections. Also, why it's good to be connected to church. You can meet people. So yes, very nice. That was number three. We're we're getting we're getting to the Ooh. top two here, Courtney. <laughs> okay. Hit me. Number two. Um, Number two has one specific thing that is then followed by a list of several things. I like it. So number two. (laughs) Just real brief about that. That, That's what preachers do. Like it it was only a three-part sermon, but like point number two had like 18 (laughs) different sub-points. Yeah. So I like it. Skillful. Go ahead. Um, Beach tags are weird. Yes. They do not make sense. What are we paying all of these taxes for, if not the public sand on which to run? <laughs> it does not make sense why you have to not only 
ahead of time go and buy this little tag that you then put on your chair that no one ever looks at right but everyone still has them yeah I just I don't understand so, so so explain for our listeners what beach tags are for our for our out-of-state listeners they're the the wonder of beach tags yes so out-of-state friends you have to pay to go on a public beach in New Jersey <laughs> the way in which you do this is to get a little maybe two inch hexagon looking tag that's yeah, a little trinket yeah, yeah that has the the year on it and if you're like Harry and Tina you've kept all of them from over the years and it's actually really cool looking <laughs> but you buy a little beach tag for not just your family but every individual who's going to sit on the beach right and then when you arrive there's a, a usually high school student <laughs> 14 with, a, year old. with the best job ever just right. sitting in a beach chair reading a book who yep. Asks if you have said beach tag and then permits you to enter the beach. (laughs) Enter his or her beach. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And you just, you put that on your chair or display it somewhere so that people know you have your little beach permit. Right. To use the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) The the more you think about it, the weirder it becomes. And it's so rarely, like weird things about it. Rarely enforced. But But everyone gets one. Right. And like, it's, it's, it's like, they just spot check kind of but if you don't if you're there on the beach and you don't have your beach tag and that's a spot check day then then what do you know it's you're you're gonna have to pay again i i was at ventnor yesterday like just below atlantic city and there are huge signs everywhere that say beach tags required from memorial day to labor day or something like that and there was nobody selling beach tags <laughs> at, at all you can't that's come like, on our beach yeah that, that that's normal i thought about turning around but i but i i ended up risking it and and then also they're 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 not digital so no. so so you can't get them on your phone and at least for for emily and me courtney like, our kids needed to keep track of their own be- – say we're in Ocean City. There's a boardwalk, and our kids would go with, like, friends' excursions. You need the beach tag to get back on the beach. And, and so we would, like, plead with them. And, like, packing for the beach is a lot of steps, and they're, they're so easy to lose. And it's, it's, just, a, it's just a huge, a huge mess. So yeah. there have been weeping and gnashing of teeth at the Anger household over, like, where are the beach tags? Yeah, it – to me, it's a very archaic, cruel system <laughs> of is. feudalism. Right. <laughs> there are such high taxes in Jersey. Tell us, turtle doves, where are they going? Yeah. You've, you've noticed the taxes are high. <laughs> yes. Yes, they're, they're very high. Well, and, and it is really weird that, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, growing up in New Orleans, there, was no, there were no beach tags, like Gulf Coast. Miami, there's no beach tags. Yeah. I mean, and like I'm Oregon has high taxes, but we don't have sales tax, which is a whole other ball game that's not right. on this list for your sake, listeners. Yep. But just beach culture in general compared to the Jersey Shore is radically different. Oh, tell um, me more. Well, for one, we don't use the term shore. We don't go to the shore. We go to the coast in Oregon because it's oh. cold. Okay, right. You go to the beach in California, but it's the coast in Oregon. Okay. Um, but in Oregon, you get to the beach. Um, in many sections, there's big cliffs leading right up almost to the water. There's okay. pine trees that go. I mean, it's right. beautiful. 
but we go to the beach to bundle up and go on long walks with our dogs and build a fire pit and bring our guitar and sing songs until late in the night. And you can't do any of that at the Jersey Shore (laughs) because not only are there no dogs allowed, no fire pits allowed, but if you want to walk further than 10 feet, you're going to have to pass about 50 people and their children. (laughs) (laughs) Those those pictures, I remember um, seeing photos of people partying like spring break Miami on the uh-huh. beach and it's just a sea of people and right. then I came to the Jersey Shore for my first or second summer here yeah. and that's what the beach looked like and right. I'm like oh <laughs> this is a lot of people <laughs> yeah and and they're they're prettier in Miami <laughs> as, as well but um the uh yeah so I I love going to the beach when it's crowded but I am at a distinct minority um, of opinion with my mm, family. Interesting. We, we would used to be in the habit of hitting something like Ocean City Memorial Day weekend to, to kick off the, the, the summer shore experience. And there was a, a rebellion within my family that said, Dad, this is horrible. And like, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of ocean, but, but you're also on just like a post- postage stamp little bit of sand yeah. and you have to like mark your territory the, the beach tag is so that you can mark your spot right. with, because yeah. that's the, all the space you get yeah are are you a boardwalk person do you enjoy boardwalks i do it gets really hot up there though yeah that part's hard but yep. I, but i do enjoy the boardwalk um that's one thing that we don't really have in oregon um also the sun sets on the wrong side i said it every time to me Every time it sets on the wrong side, I'm Again? like, come on, <laughs> figure it out, son. That is true. Yep, that's funny. And so you are you would be Ocean City, right? Yeah, we, we frequent Ocean City. Yeah. is Would you say that's your favorite shore point, or is it just kind of the, the family shore point? Um, and... It's definitely the family shore point. I've been to Cape May a couple times, and I went to Avalon for the first time this oh, nice. weekend just for a quick photo shoot. But okay. those are really the only beach towns I've been to, actually. Hmm. So I'm comparing it to a very narrow experience. So okay. if there are beaches in Jersey where you can bring your dog and have a fire and run around, and please tell me. That's a good, that's a good question. I, so, so Emily and I really like Asbury Park even though it's becoming super crowded with New Yorkers from the wrong mm-hmm. tri-state area that, that, mm-hmm. that are coming down. I think I remember, it could be that Asbury allows dogs. I, it could be wrong. Because we don't own dogs, I guess I'm not tuned into it. But yeah, yeah, all this all this rigmarole for, yeah. for the Jersey Shore. Do you watch the Jersey Shore reality TV show? <laughs> um, not regularly. I've seen it in the past. Okay. So definitely had... Some of that in my mind when Ben was like, we go to the shore every summer. I'm like, do you? Yeah. <laughs> tell me more. Let me tell you. <laughs> but that's awesome. So so what else you got? You would, Were those some of the sub points for? Yeah, I, I conveniently, you know, worked them into wow. the conversation. Wow, amazing. Would, okay. I, would I be a good pastor? <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So that was awesome. Number two. Are we ready? Oh, I can't believe we're already at number one. I don't know that this is any weirder than actually no. This is I stand by this. This okay. is weird. It is so weird to me that f- you're not guaranteed to have food at a bar in oh, Oregon. Right. It is illegal if if you serve alcohol, you have to serve food, mm-hmm. even if you're at a winery and they right. just have a couple cheese board options. Huh. Legally, you're required uh-huh. to serve food, <laughs> and so I go here. It's the opposite. 
Yeah, and I'm like, oh, let's go to the brewery, you know, because yep. Portland's land of breweries. Yep. Like, I want to try their burgers and stuff. And yeah. everyone's like, what? You you drink beer at a brewery, not <laughs> not burgers. Um, what is, well, it's nice, the whole BYOB thing here. So mm-hmm. in, in Jersey, for my Oregon friends, you can basically just bring whatever alcohol you want to any restaurant because they're not required to yep. serve. Well, so... It's, so not only are they not allowed to serve food, but it's actually really hard to find a restaurant that serves alcohol. That's the other weird thing because of the whole liquor license expense fiasco. Right. Yep. So a lot of places are BYOB, so you can bring alcohol to a restaurant or you can bring food to a bar or brewery or whatever right. that doesn't sell food. But, it but you just, can't cross the streams. Yeah, it just makes planning, you know, a multi-step process yep. and you have to think about these things and... I always forget to bring drinks to a restaurant, so it's just very weird yeah. and hard. Yeah, there there is a specific feeling where you get to a you get to a restaurant and it's like I forgot wine. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. And you know they'll bring you a pitcher of Bloody Mary mix and they have orange juice on hand. Yep. But they don't have the alcohol. Yep. And it's I I don't understand. So if you're a brewery, you can't serve food. Because the brewery system doesn't go through the liquor license process, right? And so that's there's that. And then restaurants that are BYOB sell wine from New Jersey. And I hear that Jersey wine is is the best wine in the in the entire world. Obviously. And and, and but it's okay to sell Jersey wine, but nothing else. And it is it is very confusing. And I think there's just something elementally wonderful about just like a, a beer and a burger. But right. You, but it's they go so together. Hard. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Collingswood, completely dry. The the one brewery in Collingswood, and, and I'm, I'm usually a Collingswood stand. It's probably my least favorite brewery. Is it? Yeah. They have one beer. I don't know the name. Maybe 1880. It was some kind of number it, name. It's, it's a, yeah, they sometimes use years for yeah, their beers. I really liked that one. But that's another thing that's weird, Turtle Doves, if I may, that so you'll have many dry towns mm-hmm. around, such as Collingswood, where we're sitting, but you can have a brewery within the city limits if you have a brewery tour. Well, how do you get around that? You play a video of a brewery tour happening that you, air quotes, make people watch before they serve you. And and it all makes perfect sense. And and often, like, the the sound is off on those videos. (laughs) They're just kind of rolling on a loop in the background somewhere. just beer process. No subtitles, nothing. (laughs) This is our brewery tour. It's like a late 70s PSA. (laughs) That that would be funny, actually, if, if all the breweries would actually use the same video yeah. <laughs> even they don't even care to like differentiate it so so what are some of your favorite breweries here here locally for you and ben hmm. well we just moved to the haddon heights area right. so we have been to the old rail which is not a brewery it's a bar that also serves food so yeah. <laughs> we have been there more times than i care to share on this podcast i was there the last week it's great week that we have been <laughs> in had nights well, but know, tonewood is also right there tonewood's right. really great they are an actual brewery that does not serve food yep so we've been there and it's really giant like I, I i haven't been to their new location yeah it's really nice it's very cavernous in yep. the best way yep um let's see I'm trying to think of the breweries I've been to around here, and I 
Can't think of any slash don't know that I've been well, to Well, let's many. see. Double Nickel. There's I've been to Devil's Creek. The Devil's one Creek, in Collingswood right. here. Tonewood. There, there's, what's the one in Audubon? The the red, red white, and bruise. <laughs> <laughs> there's, I haven't been to that one. Oh, I there, did go to the one, one. Lunatic or Lunacy. Lunacy, or yeah. That one, I've been there. That's Merchantville, right? That's No one. idea. Okay. Wait, no, no, no. It used to be in Magnolia. The one in Merchantville... I forget. I forget the name of it. Yeah, it's like Audubon esque over there. Yeah, it's close. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, so before you and Ben came to this, came back to this area and started coming to Liberty Collingswood, maybe been four or five years ago now. But we had a church sponsored beer tasting, and <gasps> and the whole we actually had <clears throat> multiple ones. One was beers of Spain. One was beers of Italy. We may only have had three beer tastings. And then one was local breweries. So the the, the day of the event, it, it was at the Reed House. And uh, it was like a Friday night. And the I spent all day Friday driving from, I think, I think there were like seven, maybe seven or eight local breweries that I got two growlers each from. So we did... We did small pours, Fun. and and a couple different places. Like the guy behind the bar, selling it, asked me, "So, like, what what are you getting these beers for?" And I'm like, "Church, church, church." <laughs> and he's like, "No, okay." <laughs> but but that was a fun night. And the 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 one mistake that I made looking back on it is that I didn't list. I I had like little description, little placards for for each mm. beer, and it was all set up. I don't think I included the ABVs, and, oh. and, and so there were there were Amateur some mistake. too big too big pours for like some really <laughs> high graph high graph situations. So, but it it was a fun night, and if that church beer tasting hadn't happened, maybe some of these breweries wouldn't have made it. Yeah, we just drummed up so many business, so much business from that. But yeah. yeah, friends at home, please write in and tell Jim that you want to do this again. <laughs> would be a lot of fun post-pandemic <laughs> let's have a party that, that, that that's really great Courtney and you're right I wish we could have food at and and I'm always I'm always a little bit nervous uh, like you can order in have have you ever successfully like ordered in like you're at a brewery but you call like a place down the street hey we're at Tonewood oh, interesting. Uh, people do that I'm mm. always a little I don't trust technology and mm. so and, I mean, why would you? Yeah, and, 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 and then I'm also, like, a little nervous. Sometimes I've, I've been at some of these, like, tasting rooms at local breweries having a good time, but then somebody just, like, has a sausage pizza delivered right next to me. Oh, it, yeah, it, like, it's hard. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's tough. And, and when you have, like, only a certain amount of space at the bar or at a table and somebody, like, comes in with this giant food thing, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's just a big mess. Oh, Kings, Kings and um, Kings Road, Had- Had- yeah, Kings Haddonfield. Highway, Kings, Kings. It's on Kings Highway, yeah, Kings Road, that, Kings something. Yeah, that one. I have to give a shout out to that one because that that's the one that I that Ben and I would go to. I like I that remember. one a lot. They have good yeah, stuff. They uh, one of the things that I like about Kings Road. I was there just a week or two ago. I don't get there very often, but but they're one of the breweries that doesn't go crazy with IPAs. Nothing wrong yeah. with 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 an IPA. I'm but, in the same boat. Yeah, but sometimes I'll I'll feel like I'm at one of these breweries. They have ten different beers, and eight of them are IPAs. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like ah, there there are other beers, uh, but yeah, nothing wrong with a with a nice yeah. IPA. 
or are you not an IPA person or just no, not your favorite? I, I used to be, but then they started consistently hurting my stomach. So oh. I've moved on IPAs. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, they're Tell sorry. Them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I like it. Uh, this has been wonderful, Courtney. Do you have any, any closing shots or thoughts? Do you have any bonus items or additional stories as we round out the pod here? I do have a number six in case there was time. Yes, there is or time. A, a zero if we counted down. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're, at, we're at zero. But this one's going to get a lot of hate mail. I like I'm it. I'm afraid to say it. No, say it. Ooh, I'm excited. Okay. You're going to be mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, if I the go pastors. missing, if I go missing, we're in the basement of Liberty Church Collingswood. Um, I don't understand everyone's obsession with Bruce Springsteen. What? <laughs> if I was going to pick a oh New Jersey goodness. hero, uh-huh. musical hero to stand behind, the obvious choice is Frank Sinatra. <laughs> okay. Huh. Wow. This is a curveball that I was not expecting. He's speechless. He's, um, he's cut about 10 minutes of silence out of this episode. <laughs> wow. Well, okay, well, let's, let's unpack that. The, I mean, he is from New Jersey. Right. But, but that's it, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the main connection So there. is Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, or like Batman, you know, Gotham City's technically in Cape May somewhere. Right. He could be the hero of New Jersey. Wow. Huh. So you're, I, I guess we've never talked Bruce. You're, uh, are, are you a big fan of Bruce Springsteen? I mean, <laughs> I'm not anti-Bruce Springsteen. Uh-huh. I just don't understand the state hype. Huh. Okay. Bon Jovi? I mean, yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Huh. Wow. So, well, yeah, I, I don't know where to go from it's here. <laughs> the, um, the, so I, I will say about Bruce in New Jersey... There is, and there are a lot of Bruce fans in New Jersey, obviously, but I think the number of people that, like, really know Bruce's music well, so when I when I moved to New Jersey, Collingswood was the first time I've actually lived on this side of the Delaware, so I was expecting, like, deep Bruce fandom. Marches right. on the weekends. <laughs> right, you know, <laughs> book clubs, <laughs> listening Which rooms. Which you would expect by the hype he gets here. <laughs> right, exactly. But the uh, but most people that say they like Bruce don't really know Bruce's music that well. And so I was expecting, maybe this, this sounds like a totally bougie elitist take, I was expecting better fans <laughs> when, 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 when I moved here. But instead, there's just a lot of like surface level appreciation. And it carries over to where... Among more of the hardcore Bruce fans, people will say that if you want like great crowds for Bruce Springsteen shows, New Jersey is not the place to see Bruce because you have all of these drunken casual fans <laughs> and and Who kind don't of really care. right and and they're not really into it. They're not singing the words. And then also when Bruce plays quiet songs, that's when everybody's talking or going to the bathroom or grabbing a beer. Mm. And then when Bruce pulls out rarities, there are some like Bruce Strongholds. Philly is actually a much better place to see Bruce than 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 Jersey. Like when Bruce will play a rarity that like the hardcore fans are going crazy for like and it, it's all nerd stuff. So like, wow, Bruce hasn't played this song since <laughs> September 28th, 1974. <laughs> These were the shoes he was wearing. Right, yeah. I was there. And, but 
when Bruce plays those rarities in Jersey, it gets no response, which means Bruce actually varies the set list less in Jersey than some some other places. And so there are some great crowds in Europe. Uh, yeah, so so it, it it is a little interesting. So the the good news, Courtney, is that Bruce just announced a tour. So oh, so, so cool. maybe me and Emily and you and Ben can 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 go see Bruce in Philly, and it, it will totally it will totally blow your mind. Tickets could be like three or four hundred dollars. Uh, oh wow! A, a piece, which which is disconcerting. Which which means you'll be predisposed to loving it because you're you're <laughs> because you're invested you're invested too deep. But yeah, that that is really funny, huh? So sorry, all you Bruce Springsteen fanatics. I just had to be honest here <laughs> from a Portland, Oregon perspective. I do not understand. Okay. Well, there will be further podcasts for, for, for you, Courtney, that, that go into it. Who's, who's like a Portland that this is not just me being defensive, but who does Portland have? Portland has Dakota Theme, my younger brother. Oh, oh I see what you did Spotify. there. You should check him out on Spotify. He's great. He Spell Dakota's last name. I actually have checked out. Oh, uh, great. So it, it's T-H-E-I-M, right? Correct. Okay, nice. It's German, but my grandpa decided to change the spelling from I-E to E-I instead right. of E-M-E, thinking that it would be easier to pronounce. Yep. Wah, wah. Okay. So I used to be very easy to find on Facebook. Right. I am no longer easy to find yeah, on Facebook. <laughs> pro- probably better anyway. Yeah. The, so, yeah, Bruce Springsteen versus Dakota theme. Who would win? <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> Courtney, anything else? That's it, turtle doves. Okay. Well, that was awesome. Thank you once again. It was a lot of fun having this conversation. We do have a little bit of sandwich feedback, if, if, you, if you have a minute for us, for us to go through that. I Courtney? I would love to hear sandwich feedback. Okay, so Turtle Dove Scott. Actually, I'll, I got a text because it came to my personal phone. I, I won't say who, but Guy texted in to say sandwiches. This is from... I don't know if you heard Matt, me and Matt on the on the sandwiches that that, that dropped last that Friday. I'm, a, I'm behind a few. Don't tell anyone. It, it is all good. So top five favorite sandwiches. Ooh, okay. And uh, this guy texted in to say Carmen's Deli is great for hoagies. And Matt and I were slagging on Wawa hoagies. Have you had a Wawa hoagie? Since I have. Okay. Well, also, don't understand the hype, <laughs> the level of hype that Wawa has. But that's for a different podcast. <laughs> yeah. That to, to me, that's that will. That's a dirty secret. Like, they're all kind of the same. I, like, it's just a convenience store. Yeah. I don't understand. But anyway, <clears throat> Matt and I were slagging on Wawa hoagies, saying, like, these things are so overrated. You can get better hoagies so much, so many other places. And then he also said, deeper into South Jersey, there, there's a local chain of stores like Wawa. I don't know how you say it. Is it Heritages or Heritages? If you're Harry Landrum, it's Heritage. Hey, right. Th- there we go. I, I, I knew it wasn't. Heritage. Anyway, so we're recommending that over Wawa. So thank you for that. And then Turtle Dove Scott has written in with this. You and Matt killed it with this one. Easily one of my top five golden things. Top five, five golden things podcasts. And then Scott gave us his top five or top four. He he says cheesesteaks and hoagies. And he's relatively new to the area as well. But then he goes on to say, my number two is a breakfast burger. Becca introduced it to me a few years ago. You have your cheese, bacon, and egg. Fell in love, never looked back. 
Scott also gives a shout out to Weber's root beer and burger joint in Stratford mm. as a good spot. And then his number one is the grilled cheese sandwich. My grandma on my mom's side was the best chef out of everyone on either side of the family. Everyone agreed that she was the best. Everyone agreed that she, was, <laughs> that she was the best, including her in-laws. She made amazing grilled cheese sandwiches with bacon bits in it. Mm. In high school, I'd eat like three or four of them and haven't been able to replicate it. So, Scott, thank you for writing in. Courtney, do you have a favorite sandwich spot or if, if in this area? Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, um, um. Yes, it'll come to me in about 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Although I will say this morning. Not a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not at a brewery. Yeah. Folks. I will say this morning we went to a place in Haddon Heights that serves a breakfast burrito filled with French toast. Oh, really? You can have the option to add sausage. It's huh. definitely not a hoagie. I don't know what to classify it <laughs> So, so is it, it like a, they have that like, sweet and savory thing going on with that? Yeah, it's very interesting. It, uh, it's actually a very Portland thing to do, so felt like home. Which, by, like, mashing things up like that, you mean? or Yeah, just crossover foods, like okay. putting bacon on a donut, that kind of thing. Gotcha, gotcha. What, what was the name of the place? Local Links. Oh, yeah, Local Links is yeah. great. Yeah. I, I didn't know they did. I didn't know they did the French toast breakfast burrito. It's very interesting. Sweet and savory, much like ourselves. Courtney, thank you so much for jumping on. This has been a ton of fun. Just a reminder, these pods are dropping for the summer every other Friday. You can join our Patreon list to subscribe and then just pay us a lot of money to make it weekly again. I'm just kidding. We don't even have a Patreon. And I, and, I was going to say, wow. <laughs> yeah. Things have elevated since <laughs> right? I... You have no idea. You Ooh. take a vacation and then and then it's totally different. That is all we got. Thank you so much for listening. Write in 5goldenthingspod at gmail.com. Ta-ta, turtle doves. Wow. That was definitely a top five episode of 5 Golden Things, The Liberty Lists. And remember, kids, schadenfreude? ain't just a river in Egypt. Wade in the water a little deeper anytime at libertycollingswood.org and find us at the usual socials. Make us a top five follow, and you'll always be our number one. Toodle pip! <laughs>